Yo, welcome to another episode of Another Podcast with Culture. On today's episode, I'm going to share something with you guys that has been very helpful for me in every aspect of my life, and I want to share this with you guys as well. Let's get to it. This is Another Podcast with Culture. Another one. Let's go. Yes, sir. Listen, I appreciate you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for checking out this new episode of another podcast with culture. Listen, it's just me today. Uh, I just want to say I appreciate my buddy Montre Deal. Last episode was really good. Got a lot of feedback on the episode. So I appreciate you, brother. Love you, man. Uh, Today's episode is just me. It's just me. We're going to have a new guest on the next episode. But today I wanted to share something with you that has been extremely helpful with me in every aspect of my life. And it's a perspective. It's an approach to life. And I'm going to get straight to it. And what I want to talk about today is developing a willingness to be wrong. A willingness to be wrong. Oftentimes, we have to be right. We fight to be right. Uh, we go into certain situations, conversations, uh, in our relationships, whether it be marriage or friendships, and we are completely closed-minded. We never take into consideration the other person experiences or even the whole full context of whatever it is that we talk about. And we become very opinionated on certain topics, especially on social media. When we see people post something and we disagree with what's being posted or we don't like What's being posted, it's not tasteful, it's distasteful, and we just feel the need to comment and to give our opinion, and we never take into consideration the full context or the full backstory of that person's post, why they posted it, or anything like that. And we we kind of go into these situations wanting to be right, fighting to be right, and we never position ourselves that we could be wrong. And that was something that I saw within myself you know, in my marriage, in my relationship with my kids, and just in some interactions that I'll have with people, whether we have a certain discussion about whatever the topic may be, I find myself quick to respond, quick to give my opinion, and not fully consider the full context or the full backstory or whatever it is that we're talking about. And when I started to develop a willingness to be wrong and being okay with being wrong, it put me in a good position in any conversation that I had. I started to lead my conversations with questions and suggestions and uh, understanding that if I don't have the full context of something, you know, sometimes I verbalize that, you know, hey, I don't really know everything from what I see or from what I hear. This is what I would pull from it. But I don't know everything. And I could be wrong about that assumption or I could be wrong about that opinion towards that person or towards that conversation. And I think that's something that we need to learn as humanity. And I think it's something that will enrich our relationships with those that we love. Because oftentimes, a lot of relationships are broken or a lot of relationships end because we never consider the other person's lived experiences or their perspective or their thoughts and feelings regarding uh, a situation. And sometimes we, we cut off relationships that could be beautiful or could have been beautiful because we just have to be right. We have to be right. And we're not okay with being wrong. And learning this has been so helpful just for me. Like it, 
it's a benefit for the other people that you're talking to as well. But for me, for, for, for the person that's talking, it helped, it helped me out because it's like, now I don't have to insert myself in situations or conversations where I don't have all the facts. I don't know the person. I don't know the backstory. I don't know the context. So I don't have to join in the conversation if I don't have all the information that I would like to have in order for me to form an opinion. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of de-stresses you from having to feel like you need to give an opinion or you need to comment on that uh, post or that thread. And it's like, you, you don't have to, you don't have to, when you, when, when you're okay with being wrong, when you're okay with not having all the facts and all of the, uh, understanding and the context of whatever it is that's being talked about, it's okay to say, you know what, I'm not going to engage in that conversation because I don't really know the person. I don't really know what's really going on. So I'm not really going to form an opinion on that. I mean, I know I see what it looks like, but I could be wrong in that. And I'm okay with that. So developing a willingness to be wrong, it just, <laughs> it just makes the situation better. It gives us an opportunity to pause and take into consideration everything that we need to before we actually form an opinion, before we get upset before we say something that we didn't mean, before we hurt someone, because as soon as you, as soon as those words leave your lips, that's it. And whatever you say could offend someone, could hurt someone, uh, or you could have used words irresponsibly. And regardless if you had good intentions, regardless if you didn't mean it, you still said it because you didn't take the time to consider everything that needed to be considered before you formed your opinion. I remember a time when me and my wife, we bought my niece uh, a car. We bought her her first car and, um, you know, got the car. Um, you know, I drove it home and we was anticipating her to come home and um, see the car and be surprised. You know, me, I'm I'm ready for this. I'm ready for her to be ecstatic. Like, you know, big smiles, just overjoyed that we got her this car. And then, you know, I had this whole thing in my head. Like, I just knew what her response was going to be like. And so we get the car home. She comes home from school, I think, or it's truly in practice, something like that. And uh, she finds out that it's her car and dead. Anticlimactic, as my son would say. And it was like, what? hold on. I ain't going to lie, y'all. I was pissed. I was mad because I was like, no. We didn't spend our hard-earned money on this car to make sure you can have what you need to get from point A to point B. I just knew you was going to be excited, and I really had an issue with it. And I expressed that to my wife first. I didn't go off on my niece or anything like that. I was like, are you serious? Did you see how she... like?" And it, it took my wife to share with me some things that I need to consider. And my wife shared with me, she was like, listen, this is her way of showing her excitement. And it didn't happen the way you wanted it to, but this is how she shares her excitement. And the next day, I noticed that she had gotten a steering wheel case for her car, accessories. She got stuff, you know, hanging from the rearview mirror. And she's, she's you know, glamorized it. She's, she put her, her, her own sprinkles on it or whatnot. And my wife was like, see, like, look, no, she's very appreciative of this car. She's making it hers. Like she, she went out and bought these things so that she can go in and add her accessories and everything. And it was like, you know, it, 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 it started to change how I felt about what I thought should have been the response. 
You know what I'm saying? But had I spoken that moment, had I allowed my frustration or my anger and addressed her in that moment, like, are you serious? You're not going, you know, I could have said something that would have hurt her. I could have said something that would have made the situation extremely bad. And I would have had to come back to her and apologize for some of the things that I said because I didn't take the time to consider. Um, You know, sometimes we assume or we want things to go a certain way or how or we want them to go the way we plan them in our head. And it doesn't always happen that way. You know, how you would respond to a certain situation doesn't mean somebody else will respond in the same exact manner. And we have to be mindful of that. Right. Everybody shows appreciation in different ways. Everybody shows excitement in different ways. Some people don't know how to express. You know what I'm saying? Some people don't know how to accept what's being given to them. So when we take the time to develop a willingness to be wrong, sometimes we give ourselves an opportunity to pause and not react and speak in that moment and say, you know what? Let me there may be something I'm missing. It may be something I'm not considering. Right. And in that situation, I didn't I didn't want to speak too quickly and having a conversation with my wife really helped me out in that situation. Right. It really helped me out. And I didn't I wasn't frustrated anymore. I was like, OK, I see it. You know what I'm saying? It didn't go the way I wanted to in my head. And that's OK. People are different. People respond different. People do things differently. And they're not always going to do it the way you want them to do it. Right. But when you when you start to be OK with being wrong or you you're willing to be wrong. You open yourself up to learning something new that you didn't know before, right? When you go into a conversation or a situation or you're having a conversation about whatever with whoever and you are dogmatic in your thoughts and opinions and you're closed-minded and you just know you're right, you're trying your best to convince and prove that you are right about what it is you're talking about, you completely miss out on the opportunity to learn something new or to get all the rest of the information, you know? So when you develop a willingness to be wrong, it actually saves you the embarrassment. It saves you the embarrassment because if you if you go full throttle in your opinion without even knowing the full context of the backstory of the situation or the person, and then someone else comes with more context, with more information, with more of the backstory, now you fall flat on your face. And you're embarrassed. And depending on what type of person you are, you either try to backpedal out of the situation or you try to say some things to justify the opinion that you just blurted out. Right. So developing a willingness to be wrong saves us embarrassment. It saves us embarrassment. We don't have to we don't have we don't have to have the pressure of having to fight to be right, of having to be right. When you have a willingness to be wrong, you're saying, hey, I have an opinion. I can form one, but I don't have all the facts. I don't have all the information, so I could be wrong at it. And I'm open to learning the backstory. I'm open to learning the context. I'm open to learning a different perspective about this. Instead of just going in to saying, I know I'm right. And uh, and this is what I'm going to say. Here's my two cents. And sometimes you add your two cents and nobody even asked for it. Nobody even asked for your your two cents. And then here you are blurting off at the mouth, full throttle with your opinion. And you're very careless and irresponsible with your words. And and you end up doing more damage than any good. And it's at that point we lose relationship. We lose friendship. 
we lose respect. You know what I'm saying? Like we, you know, when people see, oh, he's pigheaded, he's closed minded. Oh, she, she don't want to hear what I have to say or man, she just went all in or he just went all in and that ain't even what it's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? And then you, you hurt feelings, you dismiss people and you lose connection with those that you love. And the whole goal to life is connection. It's to be in relationship, to share life with people, to do life with people. And when you don't have a willingness to be wrong, sometimes we damage relationships because we're so opinionated and we never consider all the information or even the other person's feelings or their lived experiences about this particular matter. So developing a willingness to be wrong is such a major key in life and it's helped me tremendously. And I want to give you guys three things that will help you develop a willingness to be wrong. And the first thing is talk less. Talk less. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to engage in the conversation. You don't have to comment on the post. You really don't. Like you you don't have an obligation. Even if you can even verbalize that and say that, you know, hey, you know, I don't really want to form an opinion right now because again, I don't know the person, I don't know the full story or nothing like that. So I'm just not gonna form an opinion. And you'd be amazed at how well that de-escalates certain conversations. You know, when you're in a group conversation and everybody's having this heated debate over something, and then you have someone who comes in who has a willingness to be wrong, and they say, uh, uh, you know what, I don't want to form an opinion. I don't really know everything about it, so I'd rather not say anything about that person or about this situation because I don't want to use my words irresponsibly. So talk less. The second thing I want to give you is Listen more, listen more and listen, don't listen to respond because <laughs> when you listen to respond, you're not really listening. As soon as they say something that tips you off, you're just ready to say what needs to be said. So that, that's what makes people cut people off in the middle of them talking. And we never take into consideration what, what they what they were even saying, because we weren't listening. We weren't listening. We was just ready to respond. So listen more. And when you listen, don't necessarily listen to the words that's being spoken. Listen to the heart behind the words. Listen to the heart behind the words. Read body language. Try to hear what the person is actually saying. You know, and, and, and you can only listen more when you talk less. Just shut up <laughs> and listen to what the person is actually saying before you form an opinion, before you have a rebuttal, before you share your thoughts on the matter. Listen more. And the last thing I want to give you is take more interest in the context and the backstory than what's actually being said. Right? Because sometimes people do react and they say things out of just a reaction. And sometimes people do say things and they don't mean it. But there's a reason why they reacted the way they did. There's a reason why they said the things that they did. And I wanted to become more interested in the backstory and the context than I did of what they actually said or what they actually posted or what they actually, um, you know, however they reacted to something in public or whatever the case may be. I'm more interested on where that came from. Right. So talk less, 
listen more and be more interest interested in the context or the backstory than what's actually being said. I hope this was helpful to someone. I know that it was helpful to me. And this is something that I'm still doing. It's something that I'm still learning. It's something that I'm still trying to put into practice and master. But from what I've seen so far in my life, it has helped me out tremendously. And I don't have to work so hard in trying to prove someone that I'm right. Right. You can actually give people the floor more because I actually want to listen more because I know that me listening more is going to help me form my opinion and my opinion would be more mindful. My opinion would be more responsible and my opinion will be full of consideration because I've taken the time to listen more. So I hope this was helpful. I really appreciate you guys for tuning in to another podcast with culture. Uh, But let's remember, listen, you may have an opinion, but you could be wrong. So I'm going to holler at y'all in the next episode of another podcast with culture. Peace. Let's go. Another podcast with culture.